This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Free speech lives here. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT HD, WOGL HD3, Philadelphia, a radio.com station. Now, from the Malamut and Associates Law Studios, it's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your host for the next radio hour, the mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right, good morning. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, the mortgage specialist, Deanne Katsaris. How are you, Deanne? I'm fabulous, Mark. Just fabulous. <laughs> well, we're here, very excited here every week, 9 a.m., 1210. If you want to ask us a question on commercial, residential, mortgages, whatever, give us a call. My number is 267-266-5501. What's your number, Deanne? My number is 609-605-7153. Great. And you, and you can listen to this show and other shows at our website, goodnewsandrealestate.com, and, and also on radio.com. So what are we talking about today, Deanne? Coming up on today's show, Mark, we have the market report. Yes. We have our business tips with Asking Dr. A. That should be We also have Mark's funny story. Got one for and you. And we have our mortgage mom topic today. Which is? Which is, I'm going to bring on a guest today, Mark, to talk about credit and missing mortgage payments in this time. It's going to be a fabulous topic, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, We also have our questions. I'm on Social Security, and I am now disabled. My domestic partner is also on Social Security. She makes $866. I make $925. Can I qualify for a VA loan? Next question is, I would like to do a lease option for rent. For my family, and I need an agreement that will work with me regarding the deposits for my first and last. Where can I get one? Next question is, my income is $19,125. Can I buy a house with this income? Next question is, what does an, expect, what does an inspection cover on the house in detail? And the last question is, I'd like to buy a house. I'm tired of throwing money away on rent. Never thought I had a good enough credit. How do I find out what I'm qualified for? And Mark, today we have our guest, Dr. Sandy Williams. She is the Chief Visionary Officer at A Wealth of Woman. She works at at Global Entrepreneur. She's also a consultant, the Director of Strategic Partnerships at New Leash on Life USA, as well as the Chief of Operations and Strategic Partnership at Microsociety. Sandy's got a lot of titles. (laughs) And Mark, our topic of the day is 
five topics to discuss with your real estate agent when buying a home. But first, give us your motivational quote. The motivational quote is, success is not measured by what you accomplish, but what the opposition you have encountered, the courage with which you have maintained the struggle against overwhelming odds. Wow, you're getting deeper and deeper every time. I thought that was very appropriate for what's going on. It is very appropriate. (laughs) All right, so where are we at? Mark, we are up to the market report. And there is the bell. So anyway, existing home sales performed strong in February, where three out of four major regions in the U.S. sold sales increases. The National Association of Realtors reported home prices were also on the rise last month. Total existing home sales, accounting for single family, townhouse, condo, co-op, increased 6.5% month over month, reaching a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 5.7 million. Sales were up 7.2% over over year. So even with everything going on, sales were still going up. February sales, over 5 million homes was the strongest since February of 2007. Wow, that's remember, that's incredible. Uh, yeah. I can't and wait I to remember, see what March is going to look like. Yeah, I think once this all <laughs> calms down, this next market is going to be really crazy. Yep. And then this, the impact with this virus, what's going to happen on the economy in March? He notes, you know, it's realtors can't sell houses at the moment; like everything's on hold. I feel sorry for some people that are in the middle of a pending. And the social distancing, the quarantine, the measures, once all that stuff starts to get relaxed, I think we're going to be in for a real banging market. He also noted that the housing shortages and the low mortgage rates are two factors that could drive the housing market going forward. Unlike the stock market, home prices are not expected to drop because of the ongoing shortage. And the real estate pros are adapting their businesses in the light it is in strict the restrictions. I'm actually working on something for with the school for online. Uh, so very good. It's going to be it's going to be very inspiring of how people come out of this thing. I think we're going to come out of it very strong. And uh, but the median existing home price for all housing types in February was up uh, two hundred and seventy thousand, up eight percent from a year ago. Eight percent. Yeah. So I, all that all that little uh, negotiating when somebody wants to come in ten thousand low, you're going up eight percent a year, right? So Two hundred. Well, speaking grand, speaking of 16. going up and down, let's go over the rates real quick because we're going to run out of time here. Um, right. Your thirty year fixed rate today, as of Friday, three point three seven five. Your thirty year fixed VA three point three seven five. Your conventional. 3.5%. And your 30-year fixed jumbo is 3.2. 15-year fixed is 3.375. So don't right. hold me to those rates. They are subject to change by the hour. I know. <laughs> so, but they're all great rates. You got to take advantage of this, especially refining. Yep. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate. Well, what's coming up next after this? Coming up will be your funny story. Oh, all right. <laughs> 
So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive all the time. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more after the break and this message from Debt-Free Living. Learn more at wehatedebt.com. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. Where are we at, Deanne? Mark, we're up to your funny story. And I got one for you. So this husband and his wife, they move into the center city right in their new home. And they're all excited about living in town. So they figure they'll go out and they'll see all the town. And they're waiting at the bus stop with their nine children. Oh, my. After a few minutes, a blind man joins them, right? And a bus driver arrives. They find it already overloaded so only the wife and the nine kids are able to fit on the bus so the husband and there's this blind guy standing there they decide to walk so after a while the husband gets a little irritated by the ticking of the stick of the blind man as he taps it on the sidewalks he goes why don't you put a piece of rubber at the end of that stick that ticking sounds driving me crazy he goes well if you would have put a rubber on the end of your stick we'd be riding on the bus so <laughs> shut up <laughs> That was good. If you have a funny story you'd like to hear on our show, send it to 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267-266-5501. And now it's time for the Mortgage Mom segment with the Aunt Kit Cyrus, the Mortgage Mom. And she has a special segment today. Tell us how this is working, Deanne. I do, Mark. I thought it would be appropriate. Um, my guest today that I brought in for my segment, his name is right. Jack Jory, and he's the regional vice president for Home Loans Assist. Now, Jack and I work together with a lot of credit repair, and I thought it was essential for him um, to talk about, you know, this time it's very crucial in a couple different parts. And Jack, I'm going to bring you on so that we can basically have a conversation about this. Okay. Um, you know, I want to talk about, you hear all these things about forgiveness, you know, with this crisis and everything that's going on that we're going to be able to, you know, call our mortgage servicer and possibly skip a payment or two. And I want you to tell everybody how that's actually going to potentially affect us. Okay. And I'll be happy to speak on that because there is a lot of information out there right now, um, with the changing times. And obviously this is changing minute by minute, um, hour by hour, and especially day by day. There have been some, uh, let's say, some thoughts about, you know, what we can do to maybe suspend a mortgage payment or a car payment or something of that nature uh, until after this crisis passes. Here's the best case scenario that I can see, and this is from, from our, um, you know, connections inside of, you know, credit reporting agencies, um, the bureaus themselves. The best case scenario is they're going to go ahead and put that as an unknown payment status. That unknown payment status is not going to help with your credit score. Actually, it's probably going to hurt it a little bit. Um, that's the best case scenario. Worst case scenario, which what I can see happening is none of the credit reporters themselves have agreed to not report this as accurate because the Fair Credit Reporting Act states 100% accuracy, 100% verifiability, 100% completeness. If they're reporting this accurately, they can actually report that you did not make a payment. Now, without not making a payment, what's going to happen? Are they going to come all at once and say, 
look, this happened for 90 days. We now need 90 days of payments or else we're going to start the reporting cycle as 90 days past due. I think there's a lot more that we need to um, really discuss um, as far as consumers with your individual lenders before you make a decision on whether or not that's the right thing for you, because there's no guarantee that the reporting is going to actually help you during this time. Yeah, and one thing I've been hearing is, uh, you know, call up your mortgage company, and that's for a forbearance agreement. They don't happen overnight. Not at all. And we saw during the mortgage crisis um, that forbearances sometimes were taking months, and the whole time, they were still reporting you as 30, 60, 90, 120 right. days late, which in, right. in, in the long run is, is crushing your credit score. I know one thing about this entire crisis, and that's that when we come out on the other side of it, your credit score is going to be more important than it ever has been. And if you're able to either maintain a good credit score or else build upon it right now um, a positive credit score, then you're going to be much better on the other side of this than people who decided to maybe take advantage of what they considered free money at the time. Yeah, right. and maybe now, blow off that one credit card payment or whatever. But, I mean, I, that was a really good point. You should really try to make minimal payments and, and keep your score in shape. Jack, the other thing that, um, that we talked about earlier was, you know, now's actually the time to take advantage of doing credit repair. And, and why is that? Now is the time, because right now the bureaus themselves, they're short-staffed. Um, they went ahead and slashed their, their staff by sometimes almost two-thirds. We know this for a fact because one of the bureaus actually sits right up the street from my office, and their hold time went from three minutes to three hours in the past week. Now that wow. means that they're trying to take care of their most essential customers, which are your Wells Fargo's, your, your you know, your Chases, your your Santander's, your you know, anything like that. They're big ticket customers that are helping pay their bills on a monthly basis. To be able to go ahead and challenge an investigation, that's really, really low priority for them right now. For years, we've been in the market to where the creditors basically had the upper hand. It's finally time to take some of that back from them. And if you have anything on your credit right now that you feel like shouldn't be there, or maybe it's something that should have, you think should have fallen off long ago because you even admit that it was yours, there is no better time than right now to get yourself involved in credit restoration. I promise that you're going to see better results than we ever have in our history by being involved at this time right now. All right. That's that true. That was a really and, good segment. Jack, that was a really good segment. Um, Jack, you and I talked about if people want to get a hold of you and have questions, they're going to call and they're going to give a code of 1210 so that they know That's that they correct. were part of this segment. Well, you'll be able to speak with them, you and your team, and help them personally. So if someone needs to get a hold of you, they're going to give the code of 1210. But what's the best way to get a hold of you? So there's actually two ways to get a hold of me. I'm going to be in the office for quite a while. Um, I usually travel, but we're going to go ahead and, you know, we suspended that. So the best way to get a hold of me, you can call me directly on my desk number. That's 303-228-4869. Or you can email me at jack, that's J-A-C-K, at homeloansassist.com. And that's home loans, plural. So jack at H-O-M-E-L-O-A-N-S-A-S-S. IST.com, and I will go ahead and you know, make sure you mention code 1210. If you do that, I'm willing to offer everyone a substantial discount uh, on hiring me, um, and that's just because you know, I want to help as many people as possible in this time. 
All right. Thanks a lot, Jack. That was that's awesome, Jack. I really appreciate it. And, you know, this like he said, this is this is the best time ever to take advantage of this. I mean, we're sitting home anyway. So let's work on making ourselves better, not only mentally by doing some personal development, but let's also work on the credit and take advantage of getting rid of these negative things that are on our credit report. Thanks again, Jack. I I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I look forward to uh, working with all of you in the future. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. And now we're up to our question and answer segment. Our first question question is, I am on Social Security and I am now disabled. My domestic partner is also on Social Security. She makes 866. I make 925. Can I qualify for a VA loan? And they must have been vets, so... Yeah. Right. As long as they're both vets. Okay. And if they're not both vets, they need to be married. So as long as they're both married, we can use that social security. We can gross it up. And if there's any other um, disability that's taking place, that's coming from the actual VA benefits, we'll be able to use that as well. So the best thing to do is to reach out and um, call me directly and I'll be able to walk you through that. You can give me a call at 609 605-7153. 605-7153. Might force them to tie the knot there. <laughs> What's the next one? <laughs> All right. The next question is, I would like to lease option or rent for my family, and I need an agreement that will work with me regarding the deposits for my first and last. Where do I get one? Well, you can you can order, you can download one off online, but if I was you, I would hire a realtor and have somebody do a professional lease with me so you don't make any mistakes. Because otherwise, you know, you could hire a lawyer. That's going to be a little more expensive. But I would talk to a real estate agent and have them do a formal lease and work out all the details, especially since it's family. Right. Those kind of leases can become, <laughs> you know, you let them move in and you don't have the right lease. And then they get a piece of mail in their name and there's a fight break set at the house and the cops show up and they say, I live here. Look, I got a piece of mail. You can't get rid of them. So you want this, You want a professional lease done by a real estate agent. What's next? All right, perfect. The next question is, my income is $19,125. Can I buy a house with this income? And the answer to that is yes, you can buy a house with that income. We're going to use, with an FHA loan, we're going to use up to 56% of your gross monthly income to qualify you. But in this situation, Mark, you know what my answer is going to be on this one. I'm going to suggest that you get a duplex and that you you get a duplex and we're going to get in with an FHA loan, which is going to be 3.5% down. We're going to use 75% of the rental income on that duplex to help qualify you. Now there's other factors that go into play. I don't want you to be mortgage poor. And I also want to make sure that you have enough savings that if that tenant doesn't make a payment or two, you're going to still be able to cover it. So the, right. to answer your question is yes. Yes. And if, if you do do a duplex, I would do a two by two if possible. Correct. They're easier All right, to rent then, and you collect more. Yep. The next question is what does an inspection cover on the house? In detail. Well, you can't do too much detail. (laughs) But basically, inspection covers the major systems. 
roofing, heating, electrical, air conditioning, water, structural, the main things. You paid this inspector, though, a few hundred hours. They're going to find something. They're not going to come in here and say, oh, everything's great. You know, they're also going to find a window that's not sealed correctly. The vapor doesn't have the vapor lock, whatever. But your concern anyway should be the major systems. There's going to be something wrong in every house, even if you buy new construction. But in detail, you want to look at that uh, seller's disclosure you get and and you're going to get a long, a very long home inspection and be concerned about the major stuff, the little stuff you can take care of. Very good. All right, Mark, we have time for one more question, and that is right. I'd like to buy a house. I'm tired of throwing money away on rent. Never thought I had good enough credit. How do I find out what I'm qualified for? Yeah, That's is 40%, easy. This is 40% of the city. They're not sure what their credit is, how if they have enough money, and they've been renting. The average rental of a one-bedroom apartment in Philadelphia just went up to $1,500 citywide. So you could buy a couple hundred thousand dollar house and have a mortgage like uh, a rent payment like that. So right. most of the time, they don't know. They get They should call you, get pre-approved, and if they do have bad credit, at least they have a plan. And six months down the road, they buy a house and, and they stop paying somebody else's mortgage. Absolutely. All right. Those oh, yeah. were great questions, Mark. And coming up next is our guest segment with Dr. Sandy Williams. And I know she's got a lot of great information to talk about. All right. Very good. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive. All the time. We'll be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. But first, a word from one of our home team partners, Remax, and Alan Stassen, who is famous for being a Philadelphia real estate expert. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. So where are we at, Deanne? Mark, we are up to our guest segment, and we are honored today to have Dr. Sandy Williams, and she's here to talk about three ways to maximize your time at home, Dr. which Sandy is obviously Williams, a good, good topic for now. Very good. How are you, Sandy? Yes. Wow. Thank you. Yes, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. You know, Mark, I know Mark, you and Deanne, you've been providing this super information over the last years, 11 years, actually, on real estate money. And today I'm honored to be here to talk about three ways to maximize your time at home and helping people understand to shift to the realization that their mind, their body, and their spirit are really the most valuable real estate that every single person has because there is no value you can place on your own personal well-being. So I'm going to share three time-tested, documented steps that you can implement immediately Um, that will not only allow you to refocus, but decrease and eliminate stress that you may be feeling during this time. And remember, none of this that replaces any medical direction from your physician, just time-tested tips. So number one, maximize your time and see an opportunity by learning something new. 
let me be real clear. You can learn a complete new skill set in 14 to 30 days. Pew Chattable Trust, which is a local Philadelphia foundation, did a study on YouTube, and they found that the majority of YouTubers say they rely on the YouTube service to figure out how to do and learn new things. And you can do the same. same. Take the time to learn something new. Most of us have things in our heart we've been wanting to learn or do. Go to YouTube. And you don't need to even pay for a course on YouTube. Learn it free on YouTube. I'm learning French on YouTube. So what about you? Maybe you want to learn how to sew. Go to YouTube. Thinking about writing a book? Go to YouTube. Think about opening a small business? Go to YouTube. Any topic you Google, you can find on YouTube. Even if you want to fly a plane, go to YouTube. Oh, the Please don't go to YouTube to fly a plane. <laughs> but they do believe it or not, Dan, they do. But, you know, that's just basic information. But go to YouTube, right, just to get some basic information. A lady, a lady friend of mine came to my uh, called me last week and shared her stress level. And after talking, she identified that she likes to cook. So together we decided that she's going to go to YouTube, find some new recipes, and try them. But not only that, she's going to put together an ebook with the new recipes and share them with all of her elderly neighbors. So what about you? Go to YouTube and learn something different. Number two, create a schedule for yourself. But that schedule should not include watching TV all day, okay? Because it can <laughs> right. cause so much anxiety. But Especially the schedule, news. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Bill, you can't do it. But your schedule can include positive self-talk. So during the day, say things to yourself like, I will remain in excellent health. This too will pass, and I will not be fearful. I accept the things that I cannot change. I take. I will take good care of myself in this moment. Also, what you can do is put on clothing. Whether you're planning to go out for a walk or not, don't stay in your sleep clothes all day long. You can That's start right. a journal. Share your feelings and your thoughts. Journals are a healing way to get things out of your own head. And how about catch up with and even write letters to family and friends. I mean, how many of us have stopped writing letters? And wouldn't it be so delightful to open your mailbox and find a letter from a family or a friend? Clean yeah, out I the haven't junk gotten drawer. a letter in years. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Throw out old and what, I, I would right? really enjoy that. I Me would too. enjoy that. I mean, how many of us have done it for years and then all of a sudden nothing in the mailbox but junk mail? But wouldn't it Mark, be so wonderful at this time you can get a letter from a family or a friend? Well, give out your you address. Let's see how many people, how many letters you'll get. <laughs> yes. 8029 <laughs> Halstead Street, Philadelphia, PA. <laughs> I'd have to type it, though, because my handwriting's terrible. <laughs> That's okay. You can do that. And also, if you have a small business, you know, maybe it's time to just take a look at your website and think about things you can do to update. And finally, uh, my uh, tip number three is practice silence. Practicing silence is meditation, but this is a meditation that you don't need to have any music in the background. You don't need to have ocean sounds going on, or you don't even need to sit on the floor with your legs for. Just spend 10 to 20 minutes sitting and thinking of people, places, and things that make you happy, things that make you smile. There is something profound, something relaxing, just outright wonderful about being silent. 
especially in stressful situations. My mother used to say, and your mother probably did the same thing. She would say, go somewhere and sit down and be quiet. (laughs) What she knew (laughs) is sitting down and being quiet gives the body time to make an adjustment, to think, to settle and get clear. I know me me and you, Sandy, talked about this. When I'm stressed, Mm -hmm. I I pick up the guitar and I... I kind of zone out. I don't even realize I'm playing. I just like zone out and relax. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it's something that you like to do, Mark. You like to do it. It makes you happy and makes you smile. That is just a good way during this time to kind of back away from all of these things that are going on. And it also gives us time, and Mark, you and I talked about this. It gives us the time to embrace the truth that all challenges really do build character. And whatever is causing stress, stress in the moment, we can look for opportunity to see a see and we can look for the we can look for the chance that that too will also pass. And just like hey. we were told by our mothers to sit and be quiet, it's temporary. And guess what? What we're going through now is temporary. So it is. right? It's just that, temporary, right? That was some good advice. Great. And okay. a lot of people I'm, don't take take that time. When I coach I told Deanne when I coach people, I one of my first things I do with them is I tell them to go somewhere, sit in their car, mm-hmm. turn the phone off, and sit for one hour. And yeah. they have a hard time doing it, but they laugh about it after they did it. And after about 20 minutes, they start just, their mind starts wandering and they calm down. Absolutely. You know, during this time, Mark and Dan, what I do is, you know, I get a lot of calls and people are going through different things. And I also, I sometimes have to stop what I'm doing and I just have to go somewhere and sit down. Just got to bring myself down and kind of relax and reflect and say, okay, Sandy, this will, this will pass. So even myself and, you know, with my training and everything else, I still also need to practice silence. And I want to encourage all, everyone out there, you're listening audience to do the same, audience to do the same thing. Because what happens in silence, we shift from the feeling of, ugh, to ah. And we remember that things will get better. So, you know, I have created a best life checklist that uh, you can that everyone can take advantage of and it's free it's absolutely free it's called the best life checklist that i created that will help you identify areas in your life where you can work on refocus and develop during this time and you simply have to text the word purple p-u-r-p-l-e to 474747 purple the word purple to 474747 um, I will send that best life checklist to you and a tree. Or you can call me, 215-578-2102, 215-578-2102, if you just want to schedule a time to talk about ways to organize and maximize your time. So, Mark and Deanne, thank you so much for the opportunity. Yeah, me and uh, Sandy are, Dr. Williams, that Sandy was are, amazing. Thank you so yeah. much for your insight. That, that really, was really fun. was helpful, and I hope it helps our audience as well. Me and Sandy are good friends, and and she I've been going through some personal things, and we talk, and uh, she's been very helpful to me personally. So thank you, Sandy. Oh, you're very welcome. Have a great day. Thank you. Stay safe. All right. Take care. All right. Very good. And coming up next will be our topic of the day, five topics to discuss with your real estate agent when buying your new home. (laughs) Hopefully soon. And with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We'll be right back. 
Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at MortgageMom.net. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive all the time, Deanne. So where are we at? (laughs) Mark, we're up to the topic of the day. And our topic is five topics to discuss with your real estate agent when buying a home. And and this is an important thing that a a lot of agents, not most, but there's a lot of agents that don't do this. And a lot of buyers don't do this. I call it a buyer's needs analysis. And I like to meet with my buyer before I take them out and look at houses. And I think it's really important. A lot of people like to miss jump past that step and just go set up showings and meet them at the first house. But I think if you sit down with them and you ask them, what's the most important thing do we need to talk about? Then they describe everything that they want in the new house. And so then you ask some questions like there's five suggestions here. Like what can't you live with out? Like, certain things that you have to have like me i'd have to have some place for my studio some people want a finished basement some people want a swimming pool some people want whatever a florida room a garden four bedrooms you know two baths they have to have two baths uh whatever it is but like it that can all come out in that discussion and then the other thing next one is like schools and family needs you know like a lot of people move and they make agents search by school districts. You probably did that when you moved where you're at, right? Absolutely. Yeah, until now that and you paid <laughs> you paid for it too. <laughs> and I keep paying for it. And you keep paying for it, but not for long. But anyway, the quality of the school system is very important to some home buying families that they're just starting out. And you know, and then it also that could come an issue when they're going to look again because schools might not be that important. But and the family needs how close to shopping, everything else, everything with the neighborhoods. You know, they might want statistics on what's happening in the neighborhood. You know, I used to tell people like, especially like uh, uh, tight neighborhoods like a Fishtown or a Kensington or something like that. You know. I'd say ride ride through there on Friday night around seven o'clock and you'll see what the neighborhood is really like. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <That's> exactly right. <laughs> and in commuting, like in my neighborhood, Fox says it's a big deal. You know, walking down the end of the line, the train's sitting there. That's a that if you're working in town, you know, that's a big deal. Like if like, you know, we had a friend recently that he drove what? Five hours a day, uh, over yeah. two hours in and two hours out back every day to work. Like I couldn't yeah. do that, but just just commuting and uh, and doing everything else, you know, it's that's a big thing. And then uh, the details of the community, like what what kind of community do you want to be in? You know, is it a little town, like, or is it the big city? You want to be in the middle of the action. And the details, the particulars of what what you want to do, and then of course the big one of the biggest things is the budget. You know, what's the two most important questions buyers have? How much money do I need, and how much is that monthly payment? 
That's the two big things they really want to need. And then you can get into all the details of everything and every cost and all that. But it can all start with a simple meeting where an agent asked you what's the most important thing we need to talk about, and then you can cover all those issues. And, no, that was they, that was great, Mark. That was a great a great topic of the day. Um, and you know, I just real quickly, I want to take thirty seconds, which absolutely is not long enough. But I just no. want you and I both want to give a shout out to Jimmy O'Connor's family, <clears throat> a dear friend that we lost. Um, we we didn't do it in the beginning, and I certainly want to make sure that we don't miss it. Um, Jimmy was, I I, I I think I hired Jimmy as a real estate agent when he, he he was on SWAT, and he also did real estate. He was a great guy, really friendly, always upbeat. Uh, yeah, I worked with him for about ten years, but yeah, you know, know it was a tragic. I'm sure everybody's heard it on the news, but we just wanted to give out. A shout out to the family. You can go on to Facebook and you can see Hearts for Jimmy um, at 8162. So it's Hearts for Jimmy at 8162. And we want to do everything that we can to help contribute to the family um, and get through this very, very tragic time. Our, our hearts are all broken and really we broken. just we're sending I strength. Shocked. I just wished them a happy birthday today before that happened. Yeah, and me too. I, I couldn't believe it. And uh he used to always call me for advice, and I we were f good friends. I, I really liked Jimmy, and I feel yeah. so sorry for his family. So. All right. Well, we'll recapture that again next next week, a little bit more detail. But um, right now, we have Dr. A on the line, and we're going to go over exactly the, four per the two personalities, the D and the I, for what's going on right now and how people are are handling that. And Dr. A, we kind of cut into your time a little bit, but I felt it was important. So I apologize. Um, we have about three minutes if you can touch on any of that. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Um, wait, wait. As far as the D is concerned, one of the issues, the bottom line is how do people deal with stress? And the different behavioral styles deal differently with stress. Right, so what's going to happen with the D's is they're probably going to become a little bit less sensitive to other people's needs. Uh, they might get more angry, so uh, so so they deals with you know inflating tempers. What I would say to D's that instead of lashing out at somebody, just take a deep breath, count to uh, three or four or five before you say what's on your mind, uh, but 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 don't lash out at others because what going on has nothing to do with the other people who are in the room with you or where you're at. Okay. It has everything to do with how you're feeling and what's going on in our environment around us with, with the, all the scariness and, and, and all the emotionality that's going on. What happens with the eyes is the eyes wind up um, talking a lot. Okay. So when people talk a lot, frequently they don't listen as well because they're focusing more on how to say what's on their mind. Okay, and not really listening. So the benefit or the recommendation for the eyes are what, what they need to do is try to deal with the temptation to keep on talking. Uh, the best way for the eye to deal with that is instead of talking, ask somebody questions, okay, and then try to focus on what it is that they are saying, okay, the other person saying, and that where you can focus on that. Now, if you're with an eye, uh, one of the things that I like to do is kind of like use the timeout sign, and it's kind of like, you know, then everybody laughs. You know, because, you know, here we have, you know, you're doing a little tea with your two hands. Hey, time out. Take a breath. 
okay, you know, type of thing or come up with something else in a humorous way to kind of, you know, let them know that, hey, um, there's other people in the room. Let's all talk about this. Uh, let's all deal with this personally. Uh, but one of the neat things about the eyes is they're very, very optimistic uh, and, um, and, and they believe that you can do just about anything. So utilize Doctor. that. Yeah, I, I, that's all good about the eyes. Why don't we save for next week the S and the C's dealing with all this stuff that's going on? Because they're even more stressed out. They are. We, went, we, ran a little, we ran a little long today. But tell well, everybody how to get to, a hold of you. Ahead, well, I'm actually, doing, I'm actually doing a webinar series. It's really getting more in-depth on this. So if you're interested in the webinar series, go to www.abelson.net. And go to contact and give us your email address, and we'll email you so you can listen to what we're doing because we're doing half an hour webinars on this stuff instead of three or four minutes. All right, very good. Sounds doctor. great. Thank you, Dr. A. Stay safe. Thanks, guys. You too. All right, Bye. take care. All right, if you have any questions, you can email them to Mark at 8029 at Comcast.net or give them a call at 267 266 5501. You can also email me at Deanne Kitsaris at Comcast.net. Or give me a call at 609-605-7153. And a thank you to all of our listeners and our sponsors and the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union for keeping us on the air. And our thoughts go out to the O'Connor family, very tragically to our friend Jim. And uh, you can listen to this show every week, 9 a.m. on Talk Radio 1210. With that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive. All positive. All the time. All the time. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Krause at 267-261-3428. This program is a paid commercial announcement and does not reflect the views of WPHD or its management. Today's program has been pre-recorded. When we make a profit, you see it. Better rates, fewer fees, and we give back to the community all the things that you want from a financial institution. Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours.